Yep. What is today? Friday? Sunday? Oh. Yeah, it's raining. Rain day. Th- Thursday rainy. Yep. My sump pump just ran. Hmm. How exciting. Very, very exciting. Uh, what is <laughs> somewhat exciting, although maybe not all that exciting, is mm. Phil Spencer is over in Germany and did an interview, yep. I'm guessing yesterday or last night or whenever, with Eurogamer. Yep, pretty much I says, am. look, we're not doing a mid, mid-gen refresh. Not happening. It's not for us. And uh, also, prices are never coming down. <laughs> yeah. I haven't read it yet. I, I pulled that aside. It was one of the things I yeah. you know, want one to of read, the, obviously. Uh, th- one of the things he points out, and I, if you, you'll pick this up when you read it, is he says one of the things, like they talk about why they could do one, like guaranteed 4K, 60 frames per second, that sort of thing. But then he gets real specific and it becomes a challenge for developers knowing which box to target. It really sounds like he's, like they yeah. learned a lesson when they shipped the Xbox One X about the issues that come yeah. up with the development side of that. Did they? Because they released two different consoles at the same time. I feel like that was the, maybe the mistake. Yeah, and maybe they learned that again. Uh, but it, you get the same sort of vibe from him that like, eh, we've been through this road and we're not going to do it again. Yeah. Now he doesn't leave, he doesn't comment on potentially like a Series X without a disk drive that might lower the price. He doesn't say anything about yeah. that, which seems like a logical way that they could save money and ship a new box. But yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm also. I, I, the The thing I saw in the headline when I pulled it aside was about Game Pass. I'm curious what he has to say about that because there is this. You know, I was talking about this on Windows Weekly, but this notion that um, you know, Call of Duty in particular has a, a makes a billion dollars in one mm-hmm. to three days every year, and if you put that thing on Game Pass day one, uh, as has been the strategy for every mm-hmm. first party game, doesn't that ruin that? Uh, so. Perfect example. I'm somebody. That's the only game I really buy, other than yeah, what's on too. Game Pass. I know. And if they I know, but put it on Game I, Pass, they're not getting seventy dollars out of my pocket throughout. Yep. So I don't know what the Game Pass numbers are today. Obviously, um, I think we can assume it's going to go up dramatically if they get Activision Blizzard. Um, mm-hmm. So whatever, make up a number. You know, uh, where was Game uh, Xbox? Gold Live was at 60 million at one point, I think. So say it's 100 million people. What's 100 million? 100 million? That sounds like a lot. <laughs> What's 100 million times $60? <laughs> like that's how much you're losing. It's a lot Minus of dollars. The, yeah, it's a lot of I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know. Well, the thing not, is, though, I, is they have the data. So Microsoft right. knows how many people have Game Pass and mm-hmm. bought... Call of Duty. Like, they, they have there that data yeah, yeah. clear-cut yeah. right away. On Xbox, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I so, mean, of they, course, uh, I'm curious how many people bought Call of Duty but don't have Game Pass. Because that is that is the market that they could effectively pull in well, almost the immediately. Vast major- right. So, the vast majority of people who bought Call of Duty, PC and Xbox, do not have Game Pass. I think that's fair to say. I mean, obviously. I would yeah, think so, yeah. It has to be. Because it uh, has to be, right? Hundreds of millions of people play Call of Duty. So, um has to be but still I, there's a math involved there and mm-hmm. um do you I, I don't know what the you know what is the typical call of duty player look like month to month as far as i mean overweight obviously but you know like um <laughs> what is what, what do they mean financially to right. a comp whoever owns the franchise you know us 
it's probably 120 bucks a year ish. Are they still doing? It? Well, they don't really do the season pass thing anymore, do they? So I guess it's technically just 60 bucks a year now. Yeah, but they do bucks. have the like the seasons where now, especially because they're really mm -hmm. juicing the revenue. So yep. on Warzone, and yep. I don't know if this carries over to multiplayer. They have like we'll say season five because that's what it is right now. Like there's a mm -hmm. battle pass that you can okay. get. Uh, How much? If you well, if you complete the battle pass, you get enough like in-game credits to mm -hmm. buy the next one for no additional dollars. That's what I've been doing for since the beginning of time. However, okay. they have introduced a thing they call Black Cell, which is like a so there's the sure. battle pass, and this is like you have you can only pay for the stuff that's in there. It's like thirty bucks, mm -hmm. and so I mean they used to do it was sixty bucks for the game. Now it's seventy, uh, and then it was sixty bucks for like a a year of the DLC, yeah. right? And I guess they've switched that up, but um, we're not going to be able to solve this problem financially right now. But you, someone is some ones are looking at the numbers for the uh, Call of Duty uh, sales, uh, unit sales, Call of Duty uh, usage over time. The number of people who do the thing you're describing mm -hmm. versus the number of people who pay, and uh, and they know the numbers on Game Pass. You know they have expectations on how Game Pass will uh, PC and Xbox and Ultimate, I guess, will go up because of Activision Blizzard. They could base it on you know how did Bethesda impact it and blah 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 blah. But I don't. It just seems like a hard problem to me. I don't know. I don't have an like. It's not something you can come to. Easily, yeah. or I can't anyway. Uh, I don't know. I, there's a lot of variables here. Well, one thing we can't agree on, though, Paul Throt, is that Microsoft looked at the numbers and said, it makes yeah, sense it for makes us. it makes sense for us. Yeah, that's true. The, well, the other thing is, like, um, uh, that billion-dollar couple of days thing that happens every year is an Activision thing, right? Right. I, I mean, I they have to have... Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, uh, there's some math for Microsoft where... Xbox Game Pass plus Activision makes sense. So uh, it's possible uh, Call of Duty as a franchise becomes less valuable in a way, but yet Xbox as a platform becomes more valuable because it's in there and all the other stuff is in there too, right? And they're going to expand into mobile. And I, we, I don't remember the exact figure, but didn't Call of Duty make more money on mobile last year than it I did think so. elsewhere? I think so, too. I, I, I mean, I, it sounds weird just saying it out loud, but I think it did. Yeah. And those games are all, uh, well, you can play them for free, but obviously, but they're all, they're there's all kinds of things. Turning in buy. the money. Yep, yep. So, I, again, I, it's just so, just so much, it's hard to even contemplate this. But I, just, I think about it all mm -hmm. the time because this is the crux of it. And no matter what roadblocks come up, they're like, yep, we're still doing it. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's got to be worth it. They got to think it's worth it, you know? Speaking of money, mm. NVIDIA's revenue uh, yeah. went <laughs> hockey-sticked, as we would call in the industry. Yeah, you don't see a lot of 100% increases in revenue. Yeah. Um, I, I, <laughs> this is a, I, I think a lot of people struggle with this, but like um, profit can go up and down dramatically. I, mm -hmm. I, I've gone to you twice in the past year about Amazon uh, because their profit goes up or down. Like it, uh, one, one case, I think it was like 1,707%, right? <laughs> which is like really hard to even understand. Um, but profit's one thing, um, but revenue uh, is, the, is kind of the real number, if you will. Um, you don't see a lot of 100% increases. It means that like their revenues more than uh, slightly more than doubled year over year. That is 
I mean, this company's been around for a long time. You get a, people. I I try to explain this to my wife for some reason because uh, I saw the headline about Nvidia later. Um, but this company made graphics chips for computers. Yeah. This is a very limited business, <laughs> you know. And just by some miracle of fate, those things are really good for the most important workload of our entire industry. <laughs> this this thing. I mean, compared to Intel or AMD or whatever, they're still not, you know, like one of the biggest chip makers on earth exactly. But actually, they kind of are, <laughs> you know, and I I don't see it. Not, I don't see this going down anytime soon. Um, the biggest threat to NVIDIA's business right now is if other companies that need these chips like Microsoft, Google, Amazon figure out how to make their own. Correct. You know, and that's pretty much it. Their biggest threat is their own customers. Yeah. Well, I, you could put AMD in there. Like you'd have to mm-hmm. on a on a Gantt on a Gantt chart on a coordinate chart of like where the risk is. Right. They have to be on yeah. there. However, actually, it feels ahead. like, and, and I could be wrong. It feels like Nvidia has almost like a generational leap on the AI side uh, over AMD currently. Yeah. I, I yeah. Okay. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. Actually, I I said they. You know, AMD's uh, revenues, which you know, fell pretty dramatically, but let me look that up, are less than half of NVIDIA's right now, actually. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that, it only fell uh, 18% year-over-year, AMD's. Um, but, okay, so there you go. Um, so AMD's revenues in the last quarter of $5.36 billion. Um, NVIDIA's were thirteen point five. Yeah. I mean... Well- they're not right. an Intel. What about Qualcomm? Qualcomm, they might. You got to, the way I would see, like in a typical market curve, you would see right now we're seeing an explosion in this AI, right? It will, the yeah. chart will eventually level out, right? About. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then that's when AMD can catch up. But we don't know when that that peak begins to set. And right now, Microsoft and Amazon, like, look, if we're buying AI chips, we better buy, just buy the best because that's what our customers want. And AMD or NVIDIA is like, and we will charge you a premium for them. So I'm going to completely scale back everything I just said because as of today, mm-hmm. just looking at the most recent quarterly earnings, Qualcomm, or, um, uh, NVIDIA is actually the biggest by revenue. Um, and that's because Intel's been nosediving lately, right? But Intel's revenues were 12.9. Qualcomm's were 8.5. I think I said AMD's were 5.3. Mm-hmm. And NVIDIA's were 13.3, I think, 13.5. So, so much for that theory, Paul. Uh, actually, I mean, that's not really how we measure company size, obviously, or whatever. But but everyone else that makes chips is going down right now because there is uh, a devices freefall occurring across all devices, right? PCs, tablets, and phones. Phones, all curiously, are actually in the worst shape right now, relatively speaking. Um, but the, the one chip we need more of and can't get enough of is the one chip that NVIDIA makes. Yep. It's crazy. I, that is fascinating. Yeah. And, uh, it doesn't look like they're slowing down anytime soon, at least for the next no, and they couple said, quarters. They're like, yeah, we're going to have the same growth next quarter. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, uh, they're looking good. Yeah. These guys hey. tried to buy arm. Remember? We'll see if anybody can catch up or knock them off. You never know. Hmm. They could get blackberried. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs>